Conversate for a few. Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. What we doing today, bro? Oh, man. You know, gotta talk about Dark Man X. Yeah. Definitely one of the biggest losses that uh, hip hop has taken in a long time. We've taken a lot of this, been a lot of losses. And, and of course, me saying that isn't to, you know, rob anyone else of the impact they left on the game. Right. But very few that have have had the cultural impact, influence, career that DMX has had. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I totally agree. I don't know that there's many that's had the cultural uh musical impact but i would dare to say there's none that's had the spiritual impact that dmx had throughout his career right so if it was if his if if his music was trash and he was able to make as big a spiritual impact as he did we would still be having this show but it just so happens that he was a he was a goat you know um yeah yeah i mean he was a goat Goat, yeah, yeah, two definitions of a goat. He was one of the greatest of all times, in my opinion. Um, Absolute. So, uh, so first in peace. First, first is, is rest in peace, DMX. But I don't know if I would even like to say rest in peace. I know you ain't on Facebook, so I'm gonna share it with you and the people oh, okay. and the fans that's on Facebook. You know what I mean? That's in the group. They all they have already yeah. seen it. You know what I mean? So I'll just tell you what I what I had to say and how I feel about it. And and why mm-hmm. I choose not to call it, uh, or I choose not to say rest in peace for DMX. Give me a right. quick second. I'll see if I can find it. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, but I'll just start with, you know, DMX prayed with and for thousands of people every single time he hit the stage. Then add the millions of prayers heard on the albums people bought. Uh, platinum twice in his first year, remember. Um then yeah. add all the prayers at radio stations that were broadcast to millions. And you know he did some personal praying with those that were close to him, right? So mm-hmm. I say, whatever you believe, I like to think DMX is getting all that positive energy back now. All those seeds he planted are bearing fruit. Um, all the love he shared but couldn't capture for himself, he's getting now. I don't think of DMX as resting in peace. I imagine he's a- actively soaking it in. Waiting through love the way he'd start the stage. An intense peace, if you can imagine that. If a soul can experience intense peace, that's what DMX is on right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like I like that. And I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. and people like him <laughs> yeah. don't they don't rest. Right. Right. They active. Yeah, active. And if you if you ever watched DMX, he was all energy. Like he was a you know oh. akin yeah. to akin to watching Kanye. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he was completely kinetic. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like if he was standing there having a jovial, regular, everyday conversation with you, DMX is pacing within a one foot within one fair squeeze within one fair squ- one square foot. Wicked, wicked. Uh, within one square yeah. foot, DMX is pacing in that. You know what I mean? How if you could pace in a square foot, DMX was doing it. 
So he was he was one hundred percent energy. You know what I mean? So and, and we all know energy never dies. Right. So that's why. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He's he's immortal, man. Mm-hmm. I will say, DMX may be at the top. Of the hip hop superhero list, like if you yep. were make if you were making superheroes out of rappers, the first you one, you, one, yeah, the first you one you grab top. is probably DMX. Of course, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you this: how yeah. long how long did it take you to 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 appreciate DMX as an artist? Um, it's funny. So DMX, it's a funny story. So, um, Get At Me Dog was one of his first, if not his first single. His first single. His first solo single. First solo single. So I got, I'm gonna put that to the side because I got something to say about that. (laughs) But, um, but I liked him right away. You know what I mean? Okay. So DMX is one that I I like, you know what I mean? It was funny. So he wasn't one that I didn't appreciate to years later. When Dark was with uh, it's Dark and Hell is Hot came out, I immediately was on it. It's certified classic, right? Right. And then, but you know, before that, he, you know, what I mean, he's on stuff with blocks, like niggas that started something came out before the album dropped. Like he's on mixtapes, killing stuff. Like Get At Me Dog was actually on a mixtape before it was a, rec, uh, a radio. Money, scene. Power, Respect was out. Money, that. Power, Respect was out. So yeah. I already liked him, and I, I saw like. <laughs> his voice but his energy was just so insane yeah. it just set him apart from everybody else that was rhyming at the time okay you know see that's the thing okay for me uh, that, I, I go ahead go ahead what are you gonna say then i was just saying so at that time his voice his style was so different than everybody else style in the way they sound uh, at the time the only thing I thought about was because the time when he was entering the game was a time where also we were seeing kind of a shift in, in hip hop that we talked about with the Puff and Mace. Like, so my thing was like, okay, this dude is dope, but I didn't never think he was going to be as big of an artist because I wasn't sure if he could make what would be considered radio friendly songs, but he ended up doing it his way and it and they were smashes super how's smash. it going down you know what i mean how's it going down the joint with cisco up in, uh, up in here you know but really, <laughs> you talking about up up in here it was like like yeah he, he got some of the biggest records ever so I, i'm glad to see an artist that was so dark so gritty so authentic and street was still but that proves something with lisa whole nother conversation about being authentic having mm-hmm. integrity stand mm-hmm. yourself you can cover everything, the whole gambit of music and be successful. So short uh, short answer is, you know what I mean? I immediately took to him. I liked him. Um, but it was one thing. I was a big K Solo fan. So mm. when he had that one line on Get At Me, Dog, on the original version, I didn't like that. I'm like, what? why you got to say that about K Solo? You know what I mean? That nigga K Solo sucked my- I was like, <laughs> yeah, that caught me all the way. To, that caught me all the way off guard. Okay, so when when DMX first came out, I liked I liked DMX right when I heard him on five four three two one. 
Right. Um, then yeah. uh, Can I Live? I can't remember what was first, what was second, but I feel like five, four, three, two, one was before Can yeah. I Live. Um, yeah. Get at me, dog. I did not know how to take that shit. You see what I'm saying? I'm gonna be honest with you. And and I had this written down too. My first approach to DMX was similar to my first approach to Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. I did not know how to take the gimmick part of what they were doing, like all that buzzing and the bees and the you know what I'm saying. The, I I I completely rejected that shit on its face. You know what I mean when I first heard it. Mm-hmm. All that barking and dogs and I'm not an animal person. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. So I completely yeah. can't understand. I can empathetically see because I know people love dogs. You see what I'm saying, but that relationship right, right. and bringing it to life, and I could, I, I, I couldn't buy into that. That didn't, you know what I mean? Like that didn't. Now, I'm yeah. also gonna say, I do not like the Rough Rider sound. To this okay. day, I don't like Rough Rider sound. Right. Yeah, I, I know that. I you know, know what that. I mean? So mm-hmm. being a producer, producer-minded person, you know what I'm saying? Li- being a producer-minded consumer, I'm hearing the music first. If that ain't getting me, then it's going to take me longer to get to what you're saying. So what? I liked DMX the first time I heard him. You see what I'm saying? The music and the vibe that was being put out, I, di- I didn't necessarily jail with. I didn't jail with his music until... Flesh, uh, blood of my blood, flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. Third album. Yeah. Now, did I party to songs for the first two albums? Is that? Yeah. I think it's. it's, it's I think second. that's the second. Yeah. Okay, second album. That's that's what I said. But I saw a list earlier today, and it had it listed third. But I do believe it was the second yeah. album. Yeah, second. I, that was my memory. Then. Yeah, flesh, flesh of my, my flesh. flesh, blood, my blood came out same year. Yeah. So that's how I remembered it. So I didn't get yeah. it. I didn't get it, and that had slipping on it, right? Yeah. That's the album that got me. So mm-hmm. so dark yeah, and hell is yeah dark and hell is hot. I knew it was a classic. I knew how much the streets loved it. I, I you know what I mean? and it's songs on there that well, I, I definitely got down to, but it wasn't. It didn't click for me. Sonically, it just didn't click for me. You know what I mean? I feel that. I can feel that. But but I want to take both of us back real quick. To yeah. I think it's probably ninety five. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, that. That's the time I think I ever heard DMX, mm. and the world heard DMX because DMX, ironically, and this ties into one of our prior conversations about hip hop groups that never came to fruition. But he was supposed to be—I mean, not he was supposed to be—but on Mike Geronimo's first album, The Natural, on the song "It's Time to Build," yeah. it's, 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 uh, of course, Mike Geronimo, but Ja Rule, Jay Z. DMX, I think, rap last. Yeah. It's pretty much Murder, Inc. Yeah, you're right. It's pretty exactly. much Murder, Inc. And, and featuring Mike Geronimo. Right. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Pretty much. Because yeah. oddly that he didn't end up Murder, Inc., but that's, you know. Yeah, that's, a, that's, um, that's another podcast. Right. right. Yeah, that's another podcast. But, um, but, yeah, so that was the first time I heard him. And so I want to know, now I'm kind of throwing a question back on you based on 9-5 before we even knew because he ain't popping to right. way after that well not way but you know a year or two after so what did you think about him when you heard that record which I'm assuming you probably didn't like it because the production wasn't great but right. 
what did you think about X when you heard this dude that come on? And he comes on, check it out, y'all. Check it out, y'all. I didn't even know who is this dude. Like, you know what I mean? I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I didn't know what to think. And I'm a, uh, in true honesty, that record didn't make an impression on me at all. Right. At all. So it's like a record that happened that had a whole bunch of stars on it that don't mean nothing to me. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like it didn't. Imp- it yeah, it, it just kind of happened. So at the time, I didn't. If I had, if all of those people had been legends already, maybe I would have paid it more attention. But right, at the right. time that it happened, Mike Geronimo was the man. Right. Think about that. You on the record right. is Mike Jay Geronimo. Pop in the, at the time. No, Jay wasn't the man yet. It, you talk about uh, Mike Geronimo, Jay Z, Ja Rule, and DMX at a time where Mike Geronimo was the man. It's crazy, right? Think right. Of that. So it was. <laughs> it was just a record. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like. Biggie having a record with Jay-Z. I mean, Shaq having a record with Jay-Z and Big. But it's kind of like when Shaq had the record with Jay-Z and Big on it. At the time, it didn't mean as much because, you know, it it wasn't... Jay-Z and Big weren't who they were to become. Now, they were already stars, but they weren't legends yet. Right. You know, so it's kind of the same thing. But, uh, so I didn't really... He didn't hit my radar at that time. Right. Yeah. It, it, yeah. But I, but I was just thinking, um, I didn't know, I didn't, and I'll be honest, at that point, I didn't see him. I didn't necessarily like that verse from him. Like Jay Z and Mike Drama had the best verses on there. I didn't like right. Jaws or X verse. But with it, but it's funny because it felt like I felt like he perfected the style. Year, like, you know, year or two after when he really surfaced, mm. it was coming into his own because when you listen to that stuff that he's saying up there literally is probably one of Mike Geron I mean DMX wild craziest verses the stuff mm. he said he said some old nutcracker stuff he said hitting niggas in the head with two by forages <laughs> that's one thing I was gonna say about some nutcracker stuff I'm gonna say something about DMX that most people don't really realize is that is DMX Blew up in an era. He blew up in an era after he learned to rap. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. DMX rhyme style does not fit his era at all. DMX is an old school MC. Yeah, yeah. And when you hear him talk about MC, you can you really when you sit back and you really just break his lyrics down and, and his cadences and all that good stuff, DMX is a super old school MC. Um, right. How I took him when he first came out, I kind of, I didn't know whether to put him in the Red Man, Met the Man. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like that kind of bucket. But then I realized he definitely wasn't that. Um, right. After a while, you realize DMX is his own thing. There's no, there's nothing to put alongside him. You can't put Pac alongside him. You can't, you damn sure can't put Ja Rule alongside him. Um, you yeah. know what I mean? Like nothing on, nothing on Rough Riders went alongside him. It kind of followed his lead. You know what I mean? So it was like DMX was a one of one. You know, he was a one of one. Yeah, he was a true one of one. Yeah, yeah, he was a one of one. But but cadence wise and 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 like the way he approached the mic, DMX was a truly old school MC. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. I mean? He he made that shit fire, but mm-hmm. he was he was you know what I mean he was he was bopping super slow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, he was he he did his thing. He killed it. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna say this though. I don't know. People give you know, people do their thing live. Buster do his thing live. Not to take nothing from nobody else. Buster do his thing live. Uh, Public Enemy live blew my mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but DMX live mm-hmm. is is when people say performance art. Yeah, yeah. It's that on top of him performing his songs. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Him performing is literally art. Right. Then you got to factor in the, the songs are art. And the you know what I mean? Like that part of it. He's performing songs that are art. But him is art doing what he does. Because I know I watched the show 45 minutes to an hour. This man's on stage. No, no hype man. No dancers. Just the DJ spinning acapellas. Right. And he ain't miss nothing. No, nothing. That means he wrote his songs so that he could sing them from chorus to end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we know what that means to us. Right. Right. You know, ain't no punches. Ain't no reason for punches. punches. Right. He's an MC. Right. And and it's funny because it goes back to, like, that's how the further you go backwards in time, old school MCs, that's how they did it. That's how they did it. You write the song so that you can perform the song like this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you write it so you can perform it in jail. Right. You write it so you can perform it in the in, 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 the, in, the, in the lunchroom. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's written so that you can perform the entire song. Right. That's true hip-hop. And that's, that's part of what, like you write, make him such an old school MC. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and just that, like, I don't. And most people ain't even gonna understand what the hell we talking about right now. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like the ability to write a song that you can say from beginning to end, because that sounds simple. But okay, just go pick your favorite rap song and start with the first chorus and say the whole song. Don't miss any any lines, any nothing, and, and finish the song and see what happens to you. Right, you're right. Yeah, see what happened to you. See what happened to you. <laughs> it's yeah. not going to be possible 95% of the time. Yeah, it's not going to be possible. It's not. It's not. It ain't. It's, it's just a very, very small percentage of MCs that did that. Yep. And he had enough material. Like, he had to do Ooh. it with 95% of his material because his show was comprised of it. Mm-hmm. That's, and this man had asthma, bad asthma. Right. And smoked cigarettes. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was a, a fucking superhero, bro. Straight up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, straight sure. up. Uh, one thing I definitely wanted to bring up. Uh, I got a couple things that I read. It's kind of like, not stories because I met the man, but just like things that I found interesting because over the years, just reading books, reading his book, you know, that kind of thing. But, um... You got five your five favorite DMX songs. Uh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Blackout. Okay. Which is that's off the second album, and this is not in order. Right. But Blackout, which features um, Locks and Jay, um, Slipping, mm-hmm. Damien. Um, it's funny. <laughs> Get at me, dog. Yeah, I mean, after a while, I understood, like I understood it right, right. later. Once I realized right. it wasn't a gimmick, just like with Wu Tang, 
yeah, think I needed to yeah. add that because I, I I placed it out there like they were gimmicks. Once I realized that it wasn't a gimmick from either either part either party, I it was easier to buy in. This is who these people are. It's cool right. then. I I can rock with that. You know, I ain't got to bark, but you know, no, nah, I'm just saying. Yeah, you know? yeah I ain't gonna bark. Uh, so yeah, so let me go back. So slipping. Now I'll just say that slipping is just my favorite DMX song ever. Yeah. Slipping. Like I listen to that song, I've cried multiple times listening to that song. I feel you. I haven't listened yeah. to it since he passed because I don't think I can. Yes. Yeah, yeah, man, because you're gonna cry for sure. Yeah. Like regular days, listen to it. Like that joint just bring you to tears because the story it just touched so deep. You, you can just feel everything, and the beat is dope. The harmony, yep. uh, like the, yeah, everything. Everything. It's a perfect, it's a perfect song. song. Yeah. You know what I mean? The way he flow on it, he kills it. You know. Yeah. So slipping is my favorite, but slipping, blackout. Um, get at me, dog. Damien, where he tells the story, of him and like, you know, mm-hmm. and then um, niggas then started something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I agree. And if I had, if I had to say my top five is honestly slipping, 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 and slipping. <laughs> <laughs> slipping is like the greatest joint ever. Slipping is like, it's like sky's the limit. Yeah. You understand? That, that's good compare. Yeah. yeah. Slipping is yeah. like Scott, like Scott, DMX, sky's the limit for me. So I, feel you. I would have to throw the uh get at me dog and Damien in there. But like I love slipping so much that it just knocks ones out of the top five. I don't need five. Like that song right, is so right. great. I'm good slipping. Yeah, man. like so yeah, it, it's um I ain't gonna front though what these bitches want though. What they want from a nigga, that shit is fire. Yeah, I was listening yeah, to that the other day. Bangers, son. That he, got shit is fire. He, he got bangers, son. Yeah, he got bangers, crazy. But this is one thing I want to highlight that, to my knowledge, you can correct me. We've mentioned it already when you read your caption about him from Facebook. But you know, we've talked about it multiple times. He's the only MC to ever, the first and only that I know of. To ever drop two albums the same year, they both go platinum. Yeah, debut and sophomore, and, both of them go platinum. Right, and he's doing this in an era where you gotta sell, where you selling physical copies, right, number one, right. and where like it's killers around, like spitters, Jay around, not around. around. It's, yeah, he's the only person that's rivaling them and really surpassing them in sales. Yeah, he listen. Killing. Let's keep it 100. DMX, DMX blew Jay-Z and Nas out of the water when you're talking sales. Facts. D, at, at DMX's height, he was a way bigger artist than Jay-Z was at his height. Absolutely. I mean, that's something we've talked about before, though. Every artist that came through Jay's like era was a bigger artist than Jay at the time. Nelly, Eminem, DMX. You know what I'm saying? Like All of them were bigger artists than Jay-Z. But, you know... So, but DMX was bigger than all of them at yeah. one point. He was bigger than Ja Rule. He was, matter of fact, let's talk about DMX saving Def Jam. Oh, let yeah, let yeah, let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about it. Because Def Jam was going under, right? And then he and you you already know he felt he didn't get his fit. He, they didn't treat him right at a certain point at Def Jam too, right? And push his music, but yeah, he you could probably say he single handedly his career kept the lights on for them. Listen, I'm gonna read you the sentence. 
the man that single handedly saved. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But what at the end of that sentence though is shiny suits saved us saved us from shiny suits. Like he saved he saved Def Jam and he saved the world from shiny suits. Mm. You know what Mm. I mean? Like he just did. He came he came at a time and, and just completely flipped hip hop. Right. You know, back to the grimy yeah. shit. Right. You know? And, and, and made it pop. Because there's a lot of grimy people, but he was grimy with mad talent and energy. Yeah. So he was able to take it to where, let's say, like an Onyx couldn't take it. Yeah. yeah. A it was the people that was grimy and street and all that, but they didn't have his level. They couldn't execute their talent at his level. You know what they didn't have? I dare to say. His authenticity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is the thing about X. I feel like he may have been the most, if not the number one, one of the most. I feel like DMX, if not the most, definitely in the top five of the most authentic artists we got. People that lived his, lived the life type of life that he's lived and been through what he's been through, is that's what his music is full of. Yeah. So he didn't have to, like, when your life creates a persona for you, you don't create a persona, then try to align your life with it. Your life already has right. produced who you are, right? So all you have to do is just speak it. So he was just being himself, and that's why he was able to be so successful, because he really, I don't think, know how to be anything else other than X. That's why you see him in an interview, he talking, he praying, it's who he is. It's who he is. Yeah. It's who he is. And it just come across super authentic. Yeah. And he never tried to run with no... I've never seen him try on no trend and do this and do that. He just always did stuff his way. Think about this. This man, who else could have done a record with Cisco and it popped like that? Just right. being himself. He right. ain't changed up nothing. Right. The barking is there. The dark talk is there. It's just the way he came across with it, dealing with women. Yeah. But it, it, X is there. Like, yeah, he it's all X. Yeah, I think that's why. He, I think that's why he went so went so far though. Like people connected with that human. Yeah. Right, human. Yeah. You know what I mean? They connected with that human, and not the magic. Not the. And I ain't gonna front like the beats didn't have like the music didn't have that energy. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like it might not have been the style of it music, but it it, right. it, it definitely match. matched it. You know what I mean? So they did a good job over at Rough Riders with that. Because, I mean, I could imagine right. a lot of people fumbling that. Uh, oh, I think it's funny. I think whoever we say our favorite producers are would have fumbled it. I honestly do. Like, that's why, I, you know, I'm a big believer that, like, things happen for a reason. Swiss, it should have been them loud, ups and down, high, yep. <laughs> high instruments because it matched his energy. Like if you know what I mean, Pete Rock couldn't have did an album for X. I'm gonna tell you, you know the truth. I mean? Putting 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 X on a, a bed of music that we understood wouldn't have worked for X. Right. X needed to be on something that sounded completely different than everything else out. So going to pick the best beats for X ain't what X needed. You see what right. I'm saying? Like X needed his own palette to paint on, his own mm-hmm. canvas, and that's what he got. It might not have been something that I necessarily preferred, but he needed that. You know I mean? and, it, and it needed, like you said, it needed to be Swiss, archaic, not necessarily well put together early. 
Right. You see what I'm saying? Because it didn't need to be polished sounding. It didn't need right. to come from Puff. And Puff turned him down for a deal. He had an opportunity to sign DMX. Yeah. It was just yeah. like, yo, I don't think, you know what I'm saying? Like, you sound too rough or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. so, but yeah. uh, imagine that had happened. It wouldn't work. I don't think we'd have got one DMX album. No, we probably wouldn't have got one. Yeah. Uh, we probably wouldn't have got one. Because yeah. it would have been like the, um, it had been like, well, I, want, I was about to say everybody with, I was about to say the Nas, uh, Rakim, Dr. Dre album, right. but then I was about to say everybody with Dr. Dre, but I, I don't want it to sound bad, but like, this project this man don't do the creative differences. Right. But that's right. what would have happened with him and Puff, and it, it wouldn't have they, nah. Yeah. The only one that saw like the day over there with Dre was Busta, right? <laughs> like the one-offs that went over there. Like, Busta yeah. was about the only one that actually got a product out. Yep. Everybody else was like, "Okay, I'm out. I'm done." Yeah, it's rough over there. It's rough, buddy. Um, let's see yeah. what else I got down here. Oh, have you ever read Russell Simmons' book? Well, he got a whole bunch of them, but yeah, I got a bunch of them. But I haven't ever read any of them. Okay, so the one I read, he got to talk about DMX and Jay Z. You know, they were obviously signed at the same time while Russell was right. there. You know, and uh, he said he's a huge fan of both of them, but he's a much larger fan of DMX than he is Jay Z. Right. And, yeah, and he his words were, um, if you follow DMX, like if you follow what he's saying in his music, if you follow his message, you'll probably go to heaven. If you follow what Jay Z is saying and follow his message, you'll likely go to hell. <laughs> Yo, that might be the funniest thing that someone has ever written in a book. Yeah. <laughs> Follow his way, and you go here. Follow that way. Yo, that is wild. That's a wild state. It was super wild. Super wild. And I was like, damn, that's harsh. Me too. Me, It's it's super, it's pretty obvious too, but it was super wild. Like, damn. I think maybe not so much now. You know what I mean? I think, you know what I mean? But there was a time. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, there was a time where it was pretty obvious. You follow DMX. You might not go to heaven, but if you got better chance of getting in heaven following DMX than you do following Jay Z. Uh, yeah, you know. And you know. What was funny before you brought that point up, I was just going to ask you about a song. I, I was going to ask you about a song. Ironically, Jay Z, right? And I was just, I, I was just going to get your thoughts on the song before I give my thoughts. But Jay Z album that you don't particularly like. Hard Not Life Volume 2 with the Annie theme on it. But he had the song Money Cash Shows with DMX. And I wanted, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the song. And then I was going to tell you something. Um, I don't cut the song off. I don't party to it too many times to cut it off. <laughs> I'm going to just yeah. be honest with you. Everybody... Like, Gonna say that, yeah, like if if listening to it in the flow of the album, the first time I listened to the album, I skipped it. Yeah, I get that, but and then I had already heard it. I was like, I don't want to hear this right now. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying, like, I get what you're saying. Yeah, if, if I'm just listening to the album for my first time, I know I'm gonna skip that song, right? You know what I'm saying? But after you in the club once or twice, and you hear that do 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 boom boom boom. Poo, 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 poo. Yeah, you gonna move. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. You see the whole fucking place going. Like, it is what it is. You can hate. Or you mm-hmm. can accept that your ass just didn't get it. Right, right. You know what I mean? And after a while, I accepted that I just didn't get it. And I just decided not to hate and realize this shit just riding. Like, money, what? Uh, 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 like, come on, man. Like, this nigga. Yo. Like. What I want to say about that. How do you make three words so catchy? I know they go. Yo, let me say this. I'm, I'm going to double back to that, right? Yeah. How you make three words so catchy. So let me say this. That is a DMX song. Oh, day. Featuring Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah. So that Money Cash Holes on Jay Album, to me, that's a DMX song. If you remove DMX from that, yeah. that is nothing. That song is nothing. Bro, I bet you, I bet you at all. I bet you as much money as I'm gonna make for the rest of my life that the original of that song got three DMX verses on it. They took two DMX verses on it and gave that shit to Jay Z. Like he paid good money for that song. That's absolutely right, right. a D. That was gonna be DMX's next smash single, but he had so many. He gave. He sold one of them bitches. Right. He I sold a. It. He sold a bunch of them. Right. The only you know what's funny is I like Jay verses. You know, he rarely does. He doesn't do bad verses because he's such a great writer. Right. But really, the only thing that I really like out of any of the verses, I mean. He uh, he says some stuff up there that is dope. The whole song is good, but I just think when you think Money Cash shows, you think X. Yeah. From the hook to the verses, the only thing that stands out to me, which is funny, it ties back into what I was saying. I'm gonna double back about the hook. Those three words. Yeah. The best line from J verse that stand out said, "I know they're gonna criticize the hook, hook on, on this song. song. Like I, I give, give a fuck. fuck. I'm just a crook on the song. That ain't gonna front that line." That's hard, body. Yeah, it was, it was. But you, but you know, like we talking about the hook. Jay saying money, cash, hoes, money, cash, hoes. What you know damn well he took DMX voice out of that hook, and that was. Oh DMX yeah, because you know that was money. Because we got DMX voice doing it. Exactly. It was DMX the whole time. Yeah, yeah. That was you, that was a good pull. Though. That's definitely a, that's one of DMX's best songs with it a Jay Z feature. Right. You know you got a good song when one of the goats want to use your song and buy it from you because you know down there the song from you is his album because it's that good. Absolutely. And use your hook now. And let me say this: thinking about all of this, thinking about get at me, dog. Thinking about all the songs, yo. Two things I noticed: he might be. It's a few others that we can bring up. He may be. One of the best hookmans ever. Oh, easy. He comes up with the best hooks. And a, a lot of times when artists don't want to come up with hooks. Yeah. Most of his songs got hooks that he raps. Yeah, X, X, X versus B hooks, though. But that's true, too. His whole verse be hooked. Yeah, so that's how he, you know what I mean? That's how he rock. He just a catchy. That's like his whole style. That's his whole style. Like, he, his whole <laughs> shit is like. Cadency, you know what I'm saying? D it makes my dog spike. Yeah, right. It rhyme all night. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit. That could be That's a fucking cool. hook. Yeah, chicka, my nigga, yeah. rhyme all night. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just all types so, of. Yeah, he, he's a yeah, he's a definitely hook phenom, bro. Yeah, he, he's a great, great songwriter, man. Absolutely. Great, great 
songwriter. Great songwriter. It, okay. I had a conversation with uh with Black the other day. And I was just breaking breaking down the ability to write a song and be able to say it from beginning to end, kind of to go back to that to to add to this point, right? Yeah. Um, and he was like, "Well, I, I," he was saying, "Well, maybe that comes from like being able to freestyle so well." I said, "Well, it may, but there's a difference between freestyling because that's you're only gonna say what you have the breath to say because it comes to your head in the in the point that you're breathing it." Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like, you're not going to yeah. try to put more words in a line yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're freestyling because you're li- not likely to come up with too many more words than going to fit in the space in that time. Yeah. Right? But sitting down and writing a verse out is the engineering part of it. He was an absolute great engineer. Right, mm-hmm. is engineering the verse, getting it written out, getting what needs to be on the page, a song. But then you mm-hmm. have the actual construction of taking that engineering and sitting it up. His right. execution of the songs, though, mm-hmm. was on a was on a level higher than most of our goats. Yeah, I absolutely agree on that. His execution of songs was definitely on a. Uh, higher level than most of the people we consider goats for sure. Yep. Dare I say his execution of songs his his execution of songs is partly in my opinion why people compare him to uh Tupac. Not knowingly, but it's right. partly why. You know what I mean? Like his execution of the song. It's not like he's saying the illest shit in the world. He's just being honest, vulnerable and truthful, which makes for a great song. Not mm-hmm. the illest lyrics necessarily, but the great song. And then he goes and executes them with that same honesty, that same vulnerability, that same intensity, you're going to have great music, bro. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have great music. You're going to have greater than most. It's going to impact people differently than most people's music will, which is the which is the goal of an artist. Right. You know? So, yeah, he's definitely... He's definitely... Uh, He's definitely in the goat conversation. Like, you know, not I wouldn't call him the goat, but you know what I mean? He's definitely in the goat conversation based on skill right. set and delivery. If, right, right, yeah. He, based on yeah. our criteria. Right. And we have multiple there's multiple goats. So he's definitely a goat for sure. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. That's easy. And he would have had this impact he in any era. He definitely meet all the criteria. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could have dropped him in any era and he would have went. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. he would have went in any era. I don't care what it is. Like, take that voice and drop it over Brooklyn Drill right now as a young as a young DMX and drop him in today's climate. Man, yeah. which what? is funny because I actually think he does have a Drill record on his new album. He does. Yeah, I think he got a record with Pop Smoke. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he just came out doing trap drill, like he was. He would have killed it either way. Either way, either way, either way. He's he he was he was just that type of artist. He he could fit in any any era. Yeah. So a few things that we've been talking that we've talked about him being a great songwriter, what like crazy hook man. Mm-hmm. Like coming up with crazy hooks, but one of the other things um, 
is not just the song structure and the hooks and stuff. Um, course performances. Nobody outperforms him. Nobody. Um, so you can forget about that. Um, dang, it slipped my mind. It, it, it's gonna it, it's gonna come right back though. No doubt. But um, ah, what was it? it? Was one more category? Oh, he may have some of the best features. When you was mm. mentioning stuff, you got to think of money, power, respect. You got to think about um, it, you got to think about uh, five, four, three, three, two, one. Five, four, yeah. three, two, one. Um, it is, but it's it's multiple, multiple major records that he featured on like crazy he was because it was time yeah. everybody was getting x features he was going crazy yeah x you up on your shit he burning that bitch down respect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if x shut, Onyx, shut him down i heard He's that today stuff yeah i heard that today yo yeah any any if x jump on your joint for a feature he burning your shit down like you could mail it in he's he was packing you up for real yeah, he didn't play no games on your feature. Man, he ain't play no games ever, really. X ain't right. never set out to say nothing that it won't dope. It might not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he always brought what he felt like was his A game. Mm-hmm. Every time. That's, yeah, yeah, never took it easy. Nah, he never took a day off in the, in the lab. So, yeah, I, I do agree. Like, X, X is, a, is a feature guy, yo, with something special. Um, I wanted to say this, too, though. Before I forget, bro. Um, yeah. We like to give people their flowers, and that's a, that's a new thing that people, you know what I'm saying, been saying. But, and we've talked about DMX on the show before, so it ain't like people, if you are listening to the show, then you understand how much respect we have for DMX. Right. You know what I'm saying? But vehicles like Drink Champs and Versus, like events like this really let us know why them shits are so important, yo. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. important that we got to see, you know what I'm saying, Snoop Dogg and DMX on Versus. And we get everybody, the world got to see that side of DMX for three hours. Right. You see what I'm right. saying? Like, that's a side that, I, that his friends always got to see. And you might have imagined it was there by watching clips and, you know what I'm saying, things like that, but you didn't know. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, for now, like, everybody that's a fan of DMX and a fan of hip-hop, period, got to see for at least three albums, we got to see that man in, in one of the most comfortable settings with, with a friend of his playing some of his greatest music. You know what I mean? Right. Without verses, that don't happen, bro. Shit, without yeah. the pandemic, that don't happen. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, in all honesty, you know, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a terrible thing to hit the world, but you have to be thankful for the blessings that come out of things. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just right. is what it is. Uh, we wouldn't have got to see that. Um, we got to see him on Drink Champs. You know what I mean? Just like completely give it up a couple times. Yeah, yeah. You know, a couple times. That's mm-hmm. and 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 in that setting, we've seen DMX interviews, but that Drink Champs ain't an interview, right? You see what I'm saying? So that setting gives us something different that we would never have gotten the opportunity to right. see. Right. Inside looking to the person exactly that you would not normally see if you wasn't around him or hanging with him, right? Uh, right. yeah, that's a great point, man. So, shout out to them sites, yeah. So shout out, shout out to verses and drink champs, bro. We, yeah. we, we usually, we usually shit on um other <laughs> other platforms, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, right. but today, 
We're going to give out flowers. Salute y'all, yeah. bro, for real. Yo, you know what's... Everything you say, everything that we've discussed, it, it brings to mind another category that he's number one in. It's, remind, it's like Jay-Z on Blueprint, right? Lyrical exercise, like, I'm leading the lead in at least six statistical categories. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, from the features yeah. to the hooks to all of the stuff that we've mentioned, his performance, like, he's he's top five in mo- a lot of categories. The other is he got the illest stories. I'm glad you brought up Drink Chats. When he talked about pulling a cop over. Yo. <laughs> like. Yo. Ah, yo, his stories are so wild. Yo, DMX lived at least three lives. Make. Yo, he lived at least three lives, yo. I said at least That's three so lives. <laughs> I said at least <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he was a <coughs> wild. He man. was a wild dude. I mean, like he, he was like, a wild boy. Yeah, we so, did a show, and then he was like, rob somebody." <laughs> yeah, it's like, "What are you doing?" But wilding, yo. Whatever he felt like doing, he did for sure, for sure. But now, nah, but then, like the stories, like he told. He spent all them hours scoping out a dog. Then he stole the dog, <laughs> only to have to return the dog. Right. Like, it's so crazy. I, yeah. I took the dog back. I mean, <laughs> yeah. He stole it back. Told the people like it was running down the street or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, when he when he banged uh, hit maker first piece. Yeah. He make he told he said he told the girl. I think you're, you left your ma. You left your purse over here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this uh, is so yeah, that dude is a, is it was a, a, a absolute menace. Uh, but the funny thing is, is I kind of feel him. Like I'm pretty sure. I've, you know what I mean? I know for a fact if you get around with enough of my boys, if they, be, if, look, we're going. To- yeah, if we, you and I, we going to our rooms for the night, and I am X, and you are who you are, yeah. and you came with something, fall back, this is mine, I'm yeah. taking that. Yeah, <laughs> that shit is wild, like, what? Uh, but I will tell you this, bro, I, I couldn't even imagine, like, being who he was as a, just as a man. His regular temperament, like who he was, right? And then you add stardom and money to that shit, cause he had a wild ride before he was a star. So you can only imagine. Right. You know what I mean? And and then this man was a star, and then pretty much was retired. You know what I mean? So yeah, retired with hella royalty money. It ain't like he ever went broke, in my opinion. Right. I mean, he might have had tax issues and all whatever during the years, but you tell me DMX went broke at one point in time. You just a lie. Right. You mean, so he didn't never go broke. You know what I mean? He might have went to jail for whatever the hell he was doing, but he won't never broke because he sold too many records. You know what I mean? And and he was with a team of niggas that won't beat him. Right. Right? So he basically lived three lives that most, you know what I mean? Like a wild pre-adolescent life, a wild adolescent wild career yeah. and then a wild after career yeah 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 you know so whew. he 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 lived he lived a full one bro 
he experienced more things I bet than most of us than most of us experience if we live to eighty. Right, and 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 ex and experienced it at a higher level. Yeah, exactly, exactly. A lot of these things he experienced like at the highest level you could possibly imagine experiencing, bro. Like he was on top of the world, you know. And that's that's another thing though. That's that was probably painful. You know what I mean to be dealing with that much pain and be on top of the world at the same time. You know what I mean? I don't think a lot of people understand what that's like. You know what I mean? What I and and this is like full transparency. I don't think most people understand what it's like to have that artist gene at all. Yeah. Like how hard that shit is because mm-hmm. for you to be able to create to the, like to connect to the art and create the way that most artists can you have a you have less of a filter on your on what you're able to perceive and what you're able to receive from the world. You see what I'm saying? Like you see things differently. You see them before people a lot of times, and you see them deeper than people a lot of times. You see what I'm saying? Like you may be able to be empathetic in in times where other people can't. That's what allows you to write a song about things. You know what I'm saying? That people connect to. Um, that not being normal don't start once you start writing rhymes. That shit pretty much starts once you're able to perceive the outside world. You know what I mean? Like, once you're able to perceive the outside world, you're pretty... It's pretty recognizable to you that you ain't like everybody else. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) You know? Um, And that shit is not easy. So, I could imagine that if he he, I know he was dealing with that, and then to deal with the fact that his family life wasn't really together, and to deal with the fact that somebody spiked Despite his situation with drugs and got him hooked to shit mad early, um, you just gotta know, huh? Yeah, yeah you just gotta, yeah, it cut, yeah. I, yeah, I think, I'll tell you, but, uh, yeah, you just, you just gotta know that that dude suffered for a long time. And when he made it and was sitting at the top, that suffering don't go nowhere because you got bread or attention. You know what I mean? If anything, it's a magnifying glass on that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I guarantee you he's at a, a, a lot of peace. I don't... I, I, I would also... That I would guarantee you that he, did, he, he didn't wish this on himself. You understand what I'm saying? Like, this ain't something he necessarily wanted. But... Right. So, I don't want people to get that confused either. Just because you go through a rough life and you have to... Well, what 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 is a rough life internally might not seem like a rough life externally you see what i'm saying i'm just talking about the mental part of being an artist or a creative right but you know what i'm saying it's because you you grow up with you know having to deal with that type of shit you don't you don't want the pain to go away for a bad reason but you kind of understand now that he ain't dealing with that shit no more right and that's a huge relief yeah yeah for sure for sure but i think it is. I think what I was just speaking on is the plight for a whole bunch of artists, though. Right. And why they don't, and why they don't cope so well, and why we see them in situations that we see them in. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Whether it be drugs, alcohol, women, whatever the fuck it is. You see what I'm saying? Um, I think that's got a lot to do with it. And I don't You're think right. I don't think the public knows a lot about that part of it. And, mm. I, and, and I think they tend to get judgmental 
because they don't know sometimes. And this is one of them situations where I'd, I'd like to at least say it's, it was deeper than him being on drugs. It was deeper than, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, a, it's a, I guarantee you, you know what I mean? It was a lot. Yeah, anybody that know anything that has ever listened to him, uh, a full story, walk you through his childhood upbringing, his in, being introduced to the music, getting in the industry, things that went on while in the industry. Like, you would understand. Yeah. His where his pain could come from or where he yeah. his suffering he underwent. Yeah. And add to that his extra keenness based on him being an artist and a creative. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Like that's 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 gotta be torment, bro. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like to go through what he was going through but have the sensibility and the awareness and the understanding of an artist in that situation makes that situation 10 times worse. Right. You see what I mean? That's kind of what I was getting to is like, yo, if he got it bad, he got it bad double. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, granted, the thing that caused it to be doubly bad for him was the thing that allowed him to rise to the heights that he rose to. You see what I'm saying? But, you know... Rising to those heights allows you to see a whole nother level of pain that most people don't understand. Right, right. You know, that's the catch. Yeah. Yeah, that's the catch. That's a, Yeah, that's a good point. That's a great point, man. Yeah, and I think that's, yeah. I, I think it's a lot, I think it might get a lot, I think that sentiment maybe get, might get missed in a lot of people having a discussion about X. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, man. What you think? I'm I, I'm thinking uh, <laughs> of other categories that he fit in. <laughs> uh, um, I I read a stat that said the his first five albums went platinum. That might be true. Yeah, that's I think nuts. the third album was, I think, and then there was X, maybe the third one. Yeah. And I think that did. I think that went platinum, too. Yeah, like, and that is crazy. He's a whole nother monster, mm-hmm. if that's, that is true, which I think, I know for a fact, the first three did. Yeah. But if all of them, like, that's crazy. I could imagine but they all did go platinum, love. though. That, that's exactly yeah, what I, I was about to say. By the by the chant by the time that the the fourth and fifth album came out, he was so loved that I could imagine a million people buying those off the strength, never hearing a single. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, at least a million. So yeah, I I can see yeah. that easy. Strong, strong cult following. Mm-hmm. And yo, I, I I gotta say, you know, what I mean, I have to say this because this I, I'm gonna tell you someone who was diehard when he was in high school when X. Like the niggas that started something, all of that when X came out is my man Jamani Shaw. Ah, uh, okay. Please with him, but he, he, you know, what I mean, he died our senior year when yeah. he was out for winter break and head on collision or trial. But I remember that was like he's at my house every day, right? And he started rhyming. I'm like kind of showing him stuff about rhyming, right? But out of everyone he patterned himself he he 
most after X had a huge influence on Jamani. Okay. He, but the funny thing was he would argue. He would be like, yo, do you like it was funny because like now, mind you, I love X and I'm I'm feeling the X, but you at this time, right? You you like I'm still like you he ain't Nas. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But I remember him arguing like, yo, he the best. Like before I heard anyone say like DMX was like just super great. He was arguing for him like, "Yo, he's he's the realest man," and blah blah blah. Like he used to be going super hard for DMX. Wow. Okay. He knew every he knew everything. He, he knew everything. X laid down, man. That's at, crazy. At that time, it's, it is wild, man. Yeah. So, so that, that you know was what your. Saying? I can see. Up to him, like I can see, like I got to see, like someone like literally fall in love with his personality right. his music and how hard like like when you run into dmx fans it is like it's funny uh because i ain't gonna front this person fans mad annoying but cold fans cold like x fans is like cold they be like like nah man they can't do no wrong yeah <laughs> yeah you know, they, they try to die for x like he was a he was a yeah you know what i mean Tell him he won't part of Rough Riders, man. <laughs> nah, you couldn't. You couldn't. You couldn't. Rough Riders was like, wow, that movement was something special. Yeah. Dare, dare I say that might have been the 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 biggest movement in hip hop. I mean, nigga, it's still Rough Riders out there in every city. Right. Right. Yeah. Like now. Yeah. Today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they could go anywhere in America, pick up the phone, and be straight. Yeah. That shit took flight. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, it took flight like G-Unit took flight, but way more way more deeply rooted. Yeah, yeah, way more deeply rooted, yeah. You know what I mean? And and, mm-hmm. and Rockefeller took flight as a, as a brand. But nobody ever felt like they could be a part of Rockefeller. Right, right. It was, it was way different. Yeah, it's it, different. You know yeah. what I mean? But Rough Riders, you could become a part of that shit. You could, you know what I mean? Like you could buy a motorcycle and join a motorcycle club if you so right. chose. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And really rep if you so chose in your city. Like it was a different thing. You know what I mean? So, and that don't happen without X. Right. X became X X music. Became the soundtrack for Rough Riders, right? Because they was already in mm-hmm. different places in, in New York, but him being a part of them and then him connecting with—I um, don't know why I want to say C Gutter, but I know it's not C Gutter. Uh, that's not his name. But um, but X Music. I know what you're them, talking about. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but X Music became the the theme song for that whole basically lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was dope because yeah, you could like become a part of it. It was tangible. It was real. It was real. And it was connected directly and to the streets because it was the streets. Yeah. And then the music reflected that, and man, it just took off. Yep. And see, that's what's important, man. Like having this is this is why it's important to me for new artists to stay as true to themselves, to their true selves possible. 
because it makes people, number one, connect more deeply with your music and you. And once people, people can hear the music and like it, but if if they don't buy into who you are as it relate to your music, you're right. not going to, you won't capture a fan. Right. You won't, you're not going to have a following. But if they like the music and then they buy into the person behind the music, Mm-hmm. Then you got them, and and just and, and mess around and, and let them hold Kendrick, and but let them buy into the person behind the music, and it actually be you. Then you out of here. Too. Then you out of here for good, though. You out of here, yeah. and it could be twenty years down the line, and you still good because those people love yeah. you because of who you are and the, and, the, and the art that you gave them and the art that you gave them, not the art that your persona gave them, not the art that some mm-hmm. shit you made up gave them, but you. You know what I mean, DMX, DMX may be the the antithesis of what we say as choosing the correct persona. Yes, he may be that. Like the the he may have gone the furthest anybody could possibly go by choosing themselves as the persona. Yeah, yep. It's still a persona because it's DMX. It's not. He didn't rap as Earl Simmons. Yeah, he rapped yeah. his DMX, but that is so much of who he is. He, of course, he had some Earl parts. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you know, but he was able to present Earl via DMX. Right. Shit, boy. What? Yeah, like he he went further than anybody else that chose themselves, the, the true self. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As their persona to rap on that nigga could have rapped as Earl Simmons and would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? It would have been mm-hmm. fine. He didn't need to be DMX. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yeah, D- DMX, yeah, yeah. Is um is how he saw himself in his struggle. Exactly. He saw exactly. himself as Dark Man X. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh Which yeah. is which is funny because that's still not choosing a persona per se. That's presenting who you see yourself as. Right. That's I'm gonna present the most vulnerable parts of myself. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, as if that's a, you know, the most wicked parts, the most vulnerable parts, the most depressed parts, the most violent parts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Like, but he mm-hmm. packaged them shits in the dark man, and but they were all him. Right. Shit's insane, bro. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, man, he was. He, he's the. It, it's funny when you brought up earlier about him basically being the whole bag for Def Jam. Like, if there ever was a cash cow for a label, oh, it yeah. was DMX. Definitely, definitely DMX. Yep. Yeah, yeah and I, and I think people probably gonna get this confused, right? Um, mm-hmm. they'd be like, "Yo, how in the hell are you saying?" DMX was the was like save Def Jam when Jay Z was there, Ja Rule was there. With the, DMX was signed to Def Jam, right? You see what I'm right. saying? DMX was signed to Def Jam and managed by Rough Riders, right? And 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 Jay, like it, it, it's funny because he, Jay was signed to Rockefeller, right? And and. Even even when whatever album started being, because the first album wasn't, but even when he he had anything to do with Def Jam, mm-hmm. 
like Jay didn't always sell the most albums. Jay was His yeah. Didn't really, really. I mean, they did the others. It it got better progressively. Exactly. You know what I mean? But they didn't kill out the gate. His first three didn't kill out the gate. Reasonable Doubt, In My Lifetime, Volume 1, yeah. Partner Like Volume 2, his first three albums, they didn't kill out the gate. Right. Let's put it this way. They were making good money for an indie label. Right. But we talking about Def Jam. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, Rockefeller was making good money for an indie label, so Rockefeller was seeing good money. Was Def Jam making a mint off Rockefeller? No. Right. Were they making good money off Rockefeller, but was it enough to keep the lights, the doors open? No, Jay wasn't even signed oh. there. Right. Jay was signed to Rockefeller. You see what I'm saying? And they had a distribution deal through Def Jam. You know what I mean? Same with Ja Rule signed to Murder, Inc., and they had distribution through Def Jam, right? Or was that even... Yeah, it was Def Jam. It wasn't Interscope. It was Def Jam. Yeah. What am I talking about? What the fuck am I talking about? Jam. It was Interscope later. Um, but yeah, Def Jam. So... DMX though, just like the Locks was signed to Bad Boy, DMX was signed to Def Jam, mm-hmm. and that dude kept the lights on. Right. Period. You know what I mean? Period. Mm-hmm. Now here's I think maybe one of my last things. I don't know if we was coming to a close, but one of my last things that I would appoint people to that may not have heard it. And if you wasn't, you know, in your teens or older, around 97, you probably haven't heard this. Yeah. But it's a DJ Clue uh, mixtape, but the whole mixtape, two sides, you know, 120 minutes, both sides is just DMX, Cannabis, and Nori. Oh, rapping the whole time over multiple over just a bunch of different beats that they throwing on, and then and yeah, um, and it's on YouTube now. You can pull up like Cannabis DMX Nori, and you can pull it up. It's it's crazy. DMX goes crazy. I All know of, he did. I. It was one of my favorite favorite things. This ever. is no disrespect at all. I don't know how Nori survives in that room. Well, he don't he. So he doesn't. You listen to it. He don't survive. You okay. know what I mean? He spit it, He does this. One. He do his little one too, but he yeah, he, but he's, he get the but, fuck out the way, but, don't he? But yeah, yeah. cannabis now at that time is he's yeah. the star yeah. at the height. That nigga is killing every beat they throw on. Of course, he's cannabis. going insane. Yeah, but X got such a present and. You know what I mean? You know when his ex now turn, he yeah. goes crazy. Nori is just like, yeah, you know what I mean? And and I like Nori, but he ain't he, cannabis at that time, and right. he ain't ex. His presence isn't that great. Right. So He's a different type you know of I mean? rapper. I, right, different type of rapper. Yeah. He just fills that third slot, but they just keep rapping one after the other, and it's, yeah, it, you know what I mean? The whole mixtape. So it, it's dope. That's one of my, my favorite joints. I'm gonna definitely have to check that out because yeah. I don't I don't remember that. I'm gonna have to check oh, it out. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm gonna have like to get on that. Ex- crazy, man. Yeah. I might make that my listening pleasure tonight. Yeah, yeah. That's the um, I didn't have anything else written down. Um, I hit all the points that I had. Um, I don't know if you had anything else. No, I will say this: that X is the one artist. That Jay feared. Ooh. He's the one artist Ooh. 
that Jay Fear. Now even and I and I let me and let me try to like like give a little more elaborate a little more on that. I'm saying like not because he was just super nice though, right? Mm-hmm. Because Nas super nice. So Jay was like, okay, he's a formidable opponent because I know his pen is as sharp as mine. Mm-hmm. But with X is X got a way greater presence than I do. Mm-hmm. His performance blow my shit out the water. Yeah. And his records, he not always wanted to be the biggest artist. Right. Have the biggest song. That if you know Jay, that you know that's his thing. Yeah. And so X is the only one really that that Jay couldn't be bigger than. Especially in New York. Especially yeah. in New York. Yeah. Now I'm gonna tell you the truth, and I'm a, and and this was probably bothering Jay a lot. This point about what you're saying was probably bothering Jay a lot. While Jay was specifically trying to knock shit out the park, Dmx was just doing what the fuck he wanted to do, <laughs> and knocking it out. The and park. knocking them bitches <laughs> out the park. Yeah. Like I listened to something today, and Dmx sat there and said, like everything I did, I did like from the heart. Like, I didn't do it because I wanted it to be a hit. Or, you know what I'm saying? I did it because it, it came from me. Now, right. if it took off, then great. But that ain't, I didn't do it with the intention of them taking off. Man, you can't, you can't, if your intentions is to take off and you battling a nigga that's taking off naturally, mm-hmm. you cannot beat him. Right, right. What you end up doing is going and buying money cash hoes. That's what I was going to say. And using the hook. And then doubling back and doing jig of my nigga. You just go hop right in they lane. Right. Got a girl, got a girl that loved me forever. Then yeah. uh, like Jay-Z hopped in Swizz and Rough Rider bag for about two years. You feel me? He hopped in that Rough Rider bag for like two years. Nigga, what's my motherfucking yeah. yeah. Straight. Yeah, that's it. Condition of money cash holes. Yeah. Yeah. Coming to Age Part 2, the song At the Money Cash Hoes. Right. Mm-hmm. Is another Rough Rider song. It's two mm-hmm. songs before uh, Money Cash Hoes that are pretty much Rough Rider songs. Yeah. The Joint with the Rangers is a Rough Rider Rangers. song. Yep. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, You're right. And you don't have that Rough Rider zone without DMX. So when you say he was the only artist that, like, that Jay was scared of, I 100% agree. Jay knew he couldn't do nothing with X. Yeah, he couldn't do nothing with X. I can't take this nigga on tour because he's going to wash me every night. You see what I'm saying? Like, the only time this is really going to work, it's got to be Red Man and Method Man. Let him wash them too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. let him wash all of us. Like, let him wash the whole Def Jam. But I'm not going out with that nigga by myself. Right, right. <laughs> you feel me? Like, that's not going to happen, bro. No. Yeah. So, yeah, DMX was that thing. And I'm going to tell you the truth. <clears throat> the night that I saw DMX, it was a Jay Z concert. Nah, I don't remember shit. I don't know. I, yeah, I, how about that? Yeah, I don't know which Jay Z concert it was. Yeah, and I was wearing Rockerwear, nigga. Yeah, that's and I don't know which Jay. I remember what I had on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, I think it was Rockerwear, but I was chilling like a motherfucker too with the. But uh, yeah, yeah but. I don't remember I, I, that night. DMX impressed me so much that I don't remember the Jay Z show. It was been a long time, but that's what sticks in my head I from that it. night. Now yeah. it, it was mad years before Jay Z impressed me nearly that much on stage. Yeah, 
Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, way later. Mm-hmm. Magna Carta album was when Jay-Z started impressing me on stage. Wow. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, because yeah. it, it was him nor Nas was impressive at all on stage. Right. At all. Right. At all. Right. It was, bo- it was downright was- boring, actually. Quite boring. Yeah. Way later, and and both it's funny because both of them got better way later. Like we went to the Art of Cool Festival in Durham yeah. here, uh, 2018, and saw Nas, and it was pretty good. It actually was. Yeah, yeah it was, was enjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. And and I, I mean, of course, I think the the Fade to Black show, you know, what I'm saying, was probably way better than what I saw back in the day. But I didn't see that live. The first live Jay Z show I saw that was like, oh, JD Jay Z really done stepped it the fuck up, like. And I ain't talking about the bells or whistles or what's going on with the with the flash and the fire. Take all that out of, out of the equation. I'm talking about what he's doing standing on stage. Right. Had gotten better. Like, he was a better MC on stage than he was before. Right. You know. And this, um, and this another category where XI people be. He is, he, he's been great at performing on stage and in front of crowds since he came out. Day from one. From the beginning. Day one. That's yeah. what he do. Yeah, day one. Day one. Day one. And that's why when you talk about the Jay-Z DMX battle, there's no clear winner. Right. Nobody ever speaks of a clear winner. Mm-hmm. Right? We know we know DMX won that motherfucker battle. We know that. We know but that. It, it, it's blasphemy to say that about Hova. It is. <laughs> it's blasphemy to say about Hova. But if I'm talking about, we just stood there talking about live, line for line, Wait, you no. got... You got Jay Z standing here. You got DMX standing here. This ball of energy. There's no washed him. He washed Jay Z because that was a street crowd. DMX controls the freaking crowd. His energy moved the crowd. I already know he won. Yeah, me too. Me too. You might have liked Jay Z's rhymes better, even in the moment. Be like, yo, his rhymes was better, but DMX murked that nigga. Like, right, right, yeah. It was. It's like battling uh, two hundred back in the day. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You was gonna get washed. I was gonna yeah. fuck how good your rhymes was. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like his energy and his bounce was gonna wash you out the room. Yeah. You might have his respect, but the crowd is gonna be like, "Yo, Tuli." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just yeah. is what it is. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it was, it was really that type of situation. Like Jay wasn't gonna beat DMX. And those we standing here in front of each other battle. No, the way DMX rap is the same cadence that your battle rapper uses today. Yes, yeah. Um, DMX most natural flow. Also to make Hmm. I said only only thing is he he was great at using that same cadence to make hit records. Yeah, great albums. Yeah. Yeah, it's because he won't lie. And battle rappers be lying like hell. Why everything? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Did they? Did anybody say anything that's the truth in modern battle rap now? Nah, nah, no. We gotta have that conversation. Like we are. Yeah, battle rap over the years. <laughs> the evolution of battle rap. Now that is really. Now that's yeah. a conversation. I'm gonna grab my pen. Yeah. Write that down. Yeah, man. I feel like we might have gave... I mean, I don't know that you can give DMX enough flowers. Right? Nah, 
Man, I, yeah, I don't think you can, man. In, in comparison to what he gave us in the right, world. Right. Shit. And oh yeah, another topic. Can we this is what I'm saying. This is every you saying that sparked another thought that we have not touched on. Every he's a true artist. He excelled at everything he did. Can we not talk about Romeo must die? All belly, all his movies. Yeah. One of the best actors. He yeah. kills everything everything he do yeah everything he do is golden yep yeah he don't miss it nothing i, I think that's what nothing. he's pure talent what they call that a polymath yeah yeah somebody is like talented at multiple artistic yeah, multiple things i think he's a polymath man like uh as we as are we um <laughs> proud to be in that number though you know what i'm saying like yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah he's definitely a polymath yo because I, everybody in Belly was acting except DMX. Right. That's really his day to day. I really, that's how I imagine him from what he told me and what I witnessed of, you know what I mean, in his, you know, right. uh, regular life. Exactly. That's really him. That's how he moved. That's how he give it up. But, but, okay, I agree. But even, okay, I agree with that wholly. Yeah. To add to that, on a technical level, I felt like everybody else in the damn movie could see the cameras, and DMX couldn't. Like DMX was was a natural; he was naturally acting. Yo, he, but first of all, he's X amount of movies in at that time. He's blowing them niggas out the water. Won't nobody even by Belly acting better than him. He had did multiple I, movies by Belly. I thought Belly was the first one. That was his X first movie was Belly. Mm. I thought he had done. Um, I thought it I thought was. Two prior, you might be right. He did. Let's look that up real fast. Yeah, keep talking. I'm looking it up. Belly, uh, 1998 was Belly, right? Ain't yeah. no way in the hell he was in no movies before Belly. Oh, okay. It, you like what movie could he have been? He came out in 98, right? I don't know. I thought, but either well, would that make it even worse if he had no? No movies under his belt, and he watched everybody in the movie. And that's that's what I mean. That's ridiculous. That's what I mean. Yeah, I oh, think it's like Exit Wounds. That was oh, that was two thousand one. Man, I thought that was earlier. Yeah, Belly was Cradle the first to one, the grave. Bro. Yeah, I know, okay. I know. See, Belly all was, that was, right? Yeah, yeah. Shit, I went to see Belly. Me and my daughter's mom went to see Belly together, bro. Good God Almighty! Shit. I still remember sitting in the movie theater. Me, me and her was sitting in there watching that shit. And uh, the scene when it was down in the basement and DMX made that man strip. It was a yeah. dude sitting right in front of us. That, uh, you know, early in that scene, they ain't said nothing to do yet. He just kind of in the scene. He got a couple of lines. He was like, oh, that's my man E. Oh, shit. There go my man E. And a couple minutes later, DMX is whooping his ass, making him strip. The dude's like, oh, shit, why you go out like that, E? Damn, they played you out, E. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like, yo, that was really his man. Yo, he was heartbroken when they whooped that boy. <laughs> he was like, oh, man, E, why you go out like that, E? Like, damn, he was happy as hell to see his homeboy in belly. His boy yes. took that L, though. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, man, belly... Uh, 98, fam. 98, yeah, yeah. 
And it, yeah, th- those first two albums dropped in '98, right? Yeah, he was the man. He had a whole trifecta that year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, those first two albums dropped in '98, right? Yeah, first yeah. two albums, and he got a movie and a hit movie, a cult classic. First year out, classic. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying. You see how the more you look at his story, he creates. He just mm-hmm. create new categories. The first rapper to have, you know, what I mean, hit record. Yeah. You know what I mean? Classic albums and a cult classic movie. Like, who's doing that? Yeah, same year. first, Same, same year, year, first year. Same year, first year. Nobody. Nobody's ever done these. We can make a list of things that DMX did that nobody else ever did. Which which easily could be someone, one of DMX cult following fans argument for him being the goat the of goats. Exactly. It's hard to argue against it. Exactly. That, That's why I said it. That's why I said it. I might not believe it. You understand? Right. It might not be my choice for greatest of all time, but we can objectively make a list and, and argue from that list and make an argument from that list that DMX is the greatest of all time. Yeah. I. You know what I mean? Like, it could be... I wouldn't make the argument. You understand? But as a hip-hop listener and somebody that understands and loves hip hop as you do I feel like we could both say I would have to I would have to argue against someone right. that had that argument because I understand where they coming from Right, I and wouldn't just dismiss them right do you know the only person the only artist I actually could think of that hold on hold on Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, say it again. Do you know the only other artist that I could think of that, like, when lining up DMX stats and all the stuff we talked about, that kind of similar did some of the same stuff? Hmm. Who? LL Cool J. Now Mm. think about that. Mm. You're talking Mm. about acting, movies, performance. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's a short list. And he did much as X, but I'm just saying he's the only one that even can come close. That his his the songs you love by LL like that's great, or the albums that are great that he gave us, and the performances and his energy that he gave us is great, right? And then when you look at what he did outside of hip hop, from his sitcom in the house, mm-hmm. when he was like male nanny to in too deep. Which is a cult classic. Facts. Like to, to multiple Shit. movies. Any given like, Sunday, you know, nigga. Any given Sunday. That's what I'm saying. His his joint is crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So to what he do now, CSI LA or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like I, that's the only person I could even think that kind of and he ain't in that he don't measure up, but I'm just saying even kind of in terms of doing multiple things yeah. or like killing in multiple categories. Yeah. Uh Pac is about the only other one. Um, LL, DMX, Pac. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I it, that that cross those three. Cube and Ice T, but DMX is at the top. Yeah, because yeah. of music. Yeah, Cube and Ice T, and and definitely. Um, so they would be the five. Those would be the five. But then if you think about it, you got the reason DMX would be at the top is because DMX hit the ground running, fam. Like, he hit the ground with a cult classic movie and two platinum albums the first year. 
That just sounds crazy. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you know how how much, of course, Ice Cube paid the way, but how much music Ice Cube had to give us and how much time it was before Ice Cube. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to take that back, fam. It wasn't as long as we like to think it was for Ice Cube. Between we knowing about Ice Cube and Friday. No, okay. not Friday and, 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 and Boys in the Hood. Because Boys in the Hood came out in, what, 91, 92? I'm going to look that up. Boys in the Hood. 91. 91. And when did NWA come out? In 89? Let's see. You the feel first me? Album? Yep. The first album is 88. 88. Okay. Straight out of Compton is eighty eight. Niggas okay. for life is ninety-one. Right. So we're gonna say from from eighty eight, eighty seven, eighty eight, because he wrote most of uh Easy's album too. So we'll say right. eighty seven, eighty eight to ninety one. That's about four years though. That's four years. You see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. That's four years. That's that's if it had been if it had been eighty nine to ninety one, I'd have been like, see? Yeah. But Nah, that's right. four damn years. You feel me? Like so, then, one year, same, exit, same year, first year. Yeah, yeah. That's so, wild. And, yeah, so that's that's the, that's the five I think we could name, and we just gonna leave Will Smith out, huh? Like he ain't did shit. We just gonna act like Will ain't do nothing. Um, so yeah, we leaving him off. Because his music cap in the category of music ain't strong enough to even follow him to anything outside of hip hop. Like I'm not saying like he got great. Like he probably his music is probably. I mean his um, movies. He probably got the biggest grossing movies and the yeah, most of, of anybody stuff. on that list. Right, yeah, man, of course, right. But that wasn't going on when he was Fresh Prince. Mm-mm. And. And the music that he did while his music career was going on was trash. It was trash, right. The music he was making while he was making hit movies was was trash. All his music wasn't trash. Like, his early stuff, I think, is... Early stuff is bonafide. Good. It is bonafide. Right. But, yeah, he, he didn't hold on to that. And I would right. say... I would dare to say that... It, uh, LL, LL kind of drifted from music to... Completely active, yeah, as did Q. Um, I don't think the only one giving us good music and still acting at the same time. Yeah, X and Pop. It said Pop. It said Pop died in the middle of it. X got to see his through. Right. That's the difference in my opinion. Right, and 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 just me, I include Pac in that list, and he probably is third third on that list of the five we mentioned, third or fourth, but. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all I'll say. Ah. You was about to say something wild, yo? Or you just changed your opinion? <laughs> yeah, I was just say something wild. Okay. So it's not necessary. Yeah, I feel you. I I, I feel you. We're not here to disparage. We just here to, we here to get flowers, <laughs> not dig nobody up. But um, yeah, I I think you're right though. Like if you if you gonna talk about like. All the things that people had, like I bet you, X could draw his ass off. Yeah, man, he probably can do a man a bunch yeah. of. Stuff. 
Like, yeah. I was shocked to find out of him, like, being a track star in high school. That was I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was chipping people in high school. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. He had records and all type of stuff. Wow. Damn, man. Earl Simmons, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, bro, this won't be the last time we talk about DMX, bro. Um, oh, We're not going to hit him with the rest in peace. We're going to say long live DMX's energy. Yeah. I see it. Feel me? Um, right. We'll continue to get him man his flowers, and, and let's try to... Uh, take time to give some others their flowers. You know what I mean? Why they still here? Maybe we could do a better job of doing that. I think we do a good job, but maybe we could be more direct at doing it. You feel me? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, but with that being said, yo, um, I'm gonna ask y'all to go to all the social media platforms and follow us at Conversate for a few. Go to wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe to Conversate for a few. Um, go to YouTube and subscribe and hit the no- notification bell so you'll know when we drop a new episodes. Um, stay tuned for the limited edition Futane Clan merch, and stay tuned for the uh, for the conversate for a few notebook notes book. I think that's what we need to call it, like notes book instead of notebook. Right, I got yeah, yeah. notes book. Um, that just that just happened in my mind right then too. Like, tada, boom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, God bless DMX, bro. Salute the man. Uh, with that being said, I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about DMX. Make room <laughs> for the tag. Conversate for a few. Hustle, welcome, man, they had to send me Hustle from Raleigh, live from NC With your hosts, John and Allen, relate to the two You are now listening to Conversate for a few Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew They talking hip-hop from the late to the new From July till June end, no Fridays for me Tune in, please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast. 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 Please listen to this podcast.